Check, check, a one, two. Check, check, check. All right, welcome back to the Trelure Blazures, the podcast where we start the show with Uber stories. Yeah, I'm sure you've all missed us since we took a week off, but that was a piece of mercy on our end because oh, it was mercy of the trailers that have been coming out this month, <laughs> or even lack of trailers. It like hardly hadn't been anything. Yeah, last week there was like four new ones on movie coverage, which spoiler alert, movie coverage YouTube channel is where I get them all. So when when people send me movie trailers via text, I've I've seen it hours before you have sent it to me. <laughs> but now now the secret's out of the bag. You don't even have to listen to this podcast. You just gotta follow movie coverage on YouTube, and you'll get to see all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we <laughs> skip the show. But but why would you go to YouTube and watch movie trailers when you can listen to a non-visual medium? To, oh shoot, they're gonna go to the YouTube channel. <laughs> ah, ah, but, 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 Nick, you can't watch the YouTube channel while you're on a run or while you're doing chores. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or when you're driving, you can't be doing this, but you can listen to the podcast. Yeah, you can listen to a podcast and do dishes. You can, you can do it. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this is a salty podcast for me. This, this, this episode is going to be salty. Why is it salty? Uh, your boy had a bad day at work. Uh, customers, um making me upset so uh so i'm gonna rag on some lawyers that this uh, nick this seems like the perfect opportunity to dish uh what do you call it when um throw when shade them. no no like you you always use a term um especially when you're like dunking on kevin um <laughs> <laughs> What is it that you say? Oh, blast. I'm going to put him on blast. Him That's on what blast, you say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always yeah, yeah. done because I'm poor Kevin, and he's never done anything wrong, and he's the most generous person I know. <laughs> it's I'm projecting my own insecurities and failings as a human being onto him. Uh, yeah, we appreciate your honesty. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put some lawyers on blast. I got I got a couple of lawyer stories. Sir, so I don't know. A couple episodes back, you remember me talking about how. Like when you when you do ride shares, you learn about the groups of people that you that you don't like to have in your car. I remember. There's a, there's a couple. Yeah. So there's a couple. So like um, the uh, the the white girl sorority groups. Yeah. Uh, that are all that are always inebriated. Um, the the dudes like the bros that you have to take to the strip clubs. Gross. Not, not big. Not yet. Pretty gross. Not, not into those guys. And then one of the groups is the twenty something lawyers. Okay. It is a, um, I'll go ahead and tell you, it is a diverse group of people, which is great. Men, women, different nationalities, um, not different ages, because it's the 20-something lawyers that are really the worst. Um, these are kids, I call them kids because I'm nearly 40. Uh, these are these are kids who have, have just graduated law school, and they think, legitimately, they think that they are better than everyone else. Uh, and so they have no problem talking down um, to anyone else about anyone else. This has been my experience, okay? Yeah. And I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule. Okay, guys, I know about blanket statements. I'm not a dummy, all right? So uh, so I get these... Um, well, first of all, a, a lot of times lawyers will try to get in the car with open containers, okay? Which in Alabama is illegal. The only loophole... Uh, of of having a an alcohol an open alcoholic beverage in the car is that the driver does not know about it. Okay, that's the loophole. But when I can see you holding the drink while you're getting into the car, 
and, and I can smell the beer or I can smell the Red Bull and vodka or whatever it is. I can always smell it, guys. Um, well, I, then I know about it. Okay, and it's illegal. So I have. So one time, this is this is actually lawyer adjacent. This woman gets in this car. And I was like, hey, you know, it's uh, it's it's against Alabama law to have an open container in the car. And she's like, she's like, no, it's not. I said, uh, it, it, it is. And I actually, at the time, I knew what law it was. And I was like, yeah, it's like section four of whatever in the thing. And she goes, she goes, my friend is a lawyer, and he told me it's not illegal. So I know that it's not illegal. And I was like, I, I, I literally just told you the place in Alabama law, like the code, like the number that the law is. But your friend's a lawyer, and so you know. Hmm. And uh, so I let this woman get in this car of mine, and I take her to her destination. There was, you know, there was no incident other than me, you know, smoldering maybe not fuming just a, an underlying a low simmering anger. contempt yes that's exactly right I, I appreciate your words your words um that was lawyer adjacent so I, but anyway so I, I pick up this this group of uh 20-something lawyers in um in town they're and they're all pre-gaming it you know at somebody at one of their house and i when i you ever been around a person who like or people even, who are, they literally uh, can't say anything but negative things. Oh, yeah. You ever been on Twitter? Yeah, I, I <laughs> basically Twitter. Twitter because of that. <laughs> uh, this was basically a human embodiment of Twitter in my in my vehicle. They had nothing good to say about anyone. They complained the, the entire time. Uh, and they had, they had made references to like, oh, yeah, when I graduated last year, you know, or like, you know, whatever, when I started with the law firm last year, and it was just like, oh my gosh, like you people think that you're the best and you're real, you're not, you're really annoying actually, and kind of basic even. Um, but you, but you won't accept that because you're a, you're a lawyer and, you know, you make them big bucks or whatever. And, uh, and anyway, so these, um, I guess the, uh, the sad part of the story is that there's really they don't really face any consequences for this. Like you can rate these people, uh, but it, it really takes a bunch of bad ratings for them to like get kicked off the platform or not be able to take rides. And you really got to like throw up in some cars and like that kind of thing. You, you can't just be negative lawyers, right? And then and then and then Uber be like, well, no, we're not gonna, we don't want any more of your lawyer money. Uh, you, you really got to work at it to get kicked off. So. Uh, Sad story. I didn't have any lawyers kicked out of my car, although I wanted to kick them out. Do you think? You know, I, I, I now that I think about it, I've only kicked out that one lady that from from that other story that I told. That was like, <laughs> no, that's okay. We can go. Well, <laughs> that's the only lady I she hadn't kicked ordered out. the Uber. <laughs> yeah, she. Had, well, she. That's true. She hadn't ordered she the Uber. She was just a random woman in your car. And this is true. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like. I don't know if I ever really even got close to somebody that I was like, like I'm stopping the car here and you're getting out here. Like I never, I never had that. Do you think lawyers are like that because, like, twenty something lawyers because of the Dunning Kruger effect, where you, when you learn a little bit about something, you feel like an, a complete expert. Maybe so. I wonder if it's because they just, they're just fresh out of law school, so they think they know more than they know. And that makes them uh, arrogant. That very well could be. 
Uh, they needed a they needed a big dose of humble pie. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, they need to lose a couple cases, you know. Yeah, yeah, they will. We f- we find the defendant guilty. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I, I'm getting taken down a couple notches. Um. All right. Well, hey, did, you know what this uh, podcast is about, Nick? Um. Uber. No, it's not about ride sharing. Mm. It's about. It's about Michael Keaton's Batman. So this is an entire a podcast entirely devoted to Michael Keaton's Batman. Welcome to the Batcast, the 1989 Batcast. Into the air, Junior Birdman. Missed me. <laughs> you dropped me in that vat of chemicals, and that wasn't easy to get over. <laughs> you made me. This is, of course, a movie trailers podcast, Ben. It is, of course, a movie trailers. But we do fun stuff. Not just talk about, I mean, of course we're going to get to the movie trailers, but we'd also do fun stuff. Like, talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. Yeah, I, I done had done watched a few things. Uh, I finished watching Arcane season one. Man, Ben, man, is that good. I can't believe how good. Did I tell you? Did I tell you? By the end of the third, like the first and the second episode, I was like, okay, like the animation's really good, but I'm not super into the story. Yeah. By the end of the third episode, I was at the edge of my chair like, no, wait, no way, what? <laughs> how could this How could this be? This changes everything. And then no one has plot armor. Anyone, Anything can happen to anyone at any time. That's what that third episode teaches you. Mm-hmm. The characters are great. Some, some people have arcs that you don't expect. Some people, like, start veering into the bad guy territory or coming back from it and it's like what's going on like this is so good how is this so good it took them six years to animate i guess so i hope i don't have to wait that long for season two because i'm addicted to it now did it really take them six years yeah it was a six-year project for season one wow i wonder how big the team was i don't know but they did a good job because arcane is one of the best things netflix has ever made oh yeah for Um, sure apart from that i got eternals on 4k and i watched that and um i watched cuphead the first few episodes on netflix i'm not all the way through my next episode is the one with wayne brady apparently so i'm pretty excited about that and then we watched free guy on disney plus last weekend it was pretty cute pretty cute movie yeah i need I, it's on my list i just didn't get around to it it was fun yeah uh you know i i bought a blu-ray what what was it master and commander oh fantastic it was seven dollars on Amazon. One of the best things of all time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watch Cuphead as well with the kids. We love it. It's just it's fun to watch with the kids. It's so good. Uh, well, I think I watched an episode of Murderville. Pretty sure I did. Uh, and then I watched Squidbillies. More a little bit more Squidbillies. I finished the season with. Uh, did we talk about this? I, I finished the season with uh, the final season where Tracy Morgan. Does his voice, the voice of early Kyler? Uh, we did not and, discuss this. Okay. Yeah, because we haven't recorded. Uh, so, yeah, I watched that whole last season. It was, it was very funny. Like, he did a great job, I thought. I think Tracy I Morgan's liked. hilarious. Yeah, it was, uh, the writing was still the same. It was very funny. So, yeah, so I haven't really watched a whole lot and haven't really gamed a whole lot either. I've just, I've been, I've actually been working like some nights till like 1030, writing up stuff and doing like graphs and whatnot. Hmm. So uh, I've been working a lot, but yeah, I haven't really watched much of anything, but, um, 
But you know, there, what has been happening is a, is some uh, some new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, we got a couple items here. Uh, the first of which is that Charlie Cox confirms that he is going to be in more MCU stuff. So we're going to get some more Daredevil. I love it. Um, I, I just sort of wonder what, in what ways? So what is he going to be a, a guest, a guest star, or is he going to get his own show, or what's going on? I believe that he will be in She-Hulk. I just—he's it's a show about lawyers. He's got to be in that, so he'll be in that. But Daredevil belongs with like Spider-Man and stuff. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they do another Spider-Man trilogy where he's Spider-Man, poor Spider-Man, the best Spider-Man, you know, not Iron Man Jr. as the as the movie had that article in that newspaper about, you know, there's that yeah. Time magazine or whatever. It said Iron Man Jr. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get like cartoon Spider-Man where he's like not rich and he lives by himself and hangs out with like daredevil and people like that and i'm looking forward to that yeah i think daredevil will probably be if they do like midnight suns maybe he'll be with those guys just stuff like that who knows Uh, yeah we shall see but i'm happy about this i like charlie cox as daredevil oh he's great he's perfect yeah oh some good news for you old john dimaggio is gonna return as bender Bender, honey, we love you. Shut up, baby, I know it. Disney has got this Disney money, so they can't be skimping out on paying the, the talent. And public opinion always goes against them when they do this. So I figured this would happen, and I'm just glad to see that it did, because I wasn't going to watch it with with a scab bender. I don't, I don't feel comfortable watching things where uh, someone got screwed that I, is someone who I like, you know? And I like John yeah. DiMaggio. Like, I've met John DiMaggio. He's really nice. And I just, I wouldn't feel good watching. It's like, I don't want to watch that, the Lakers thing on HBO because of how Adam McKay was to Will Ferrell. Stuff like that bothers me when I, it's all I can think about when I watch it. But now I can watch this. And Futurama is one of my favorite things. So that makes me happy. Do you think they had somebody cast at, for that role before they the deal with John DiMaggio went through? I... I don't know, but I I highly doubt that any of the regular voice actors would have auditioned for it because a lot of them I follow on Instagram and a lot of them were like putting out notices not to audition for it because they're they're real tight like voice actors. So cuz I know I saw like Troy Baker and uh um Steve Bloom were like do not go to these auditions cause, like we're seeing these auditions do not audition for this like you you will not recover from that in this community if you do oh yeah so don't poach yeah. people's jobs oh interesting so I, huh. I like that they're that like they're that tight-knit a group but it, it all worked out in the end yeah no it did uh, i think uh there's probably a lot of fans I, I think all the fans were hoping for it wanting it and maybe some even expected it i kind of expected it yeah uh, last piece of news here. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, this is brand new. So they're making a Furiosa spinoff, or like a prequel. Uh, George Miller is directing it, director of Mad Max Fury Road, uh, starring Anya Taylor-Joy as a young Furiosa. And the villain of the movie is going to be Chris Hemsworth. So get your Australians, deck them out in bondage gear, and have them fight <laughs> in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> 
That is the Mad Max way. That is the Mad Max way. Chris Hemsworth, he does seem like he fits into that world, being an Aussie. Yeah. And I guess his muscles fit into that world, too. Yeah, he's a big, strong man. He's a big guy. And he's also the captain of the... Um, was it the Enterprise or whatever he was at the beginning? Yeah, of the yeah, Kirk's dad. Yeah, Kirk's dad, that's it. When I met him, that was the only thing he was in, because I met him a month before Thor came out, Thor 1, in 2011. So he wasn't mm. super famous yet, so it was easier to meet him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, well, that does it for all the new news, and that brings us to a new game. Yeah, so we have a new game. Ben doesn't know anything about it. It's called Drag Lines. Drag lines. And the genesis of this game was based on the fact that most of the trailers that are out this week and last week are very terrible and we needed something more interesting. So this is basically a variation of IMDBS, but it's like a faster version and it's also dumber. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay, so it's called Drag Lines. Uh, it's based on movie taglines that are a drag because they're so stupid. So I'm going to take... I found 10 movies that had 10 of the worst taglines that I could find. <laughs> Great. And then for each one, I also made my own tagline. And you're going to... These are... They're both going to sound fake because they're so bad. And you're going to have to tell me which one's mine. And which one's the real movie tagline? Oh, wow. This is great. Okay. <laughs> I, I already like it. <laughs> the first, And sometimes you might not even believe these movies exist. Like this first yeah. movie. The first movie is called The Day of the Dolphin. The Day of the Dolphin. Hmm. Tagline. Find your porpoise. Or, unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States. <laughs> I think the second one you made up, and the first one is the tagline. So you think find your porpoise is the tagline, and I made up yeah. the present one. Yeah. Oh, Ben, I wish that was true. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. So apparently there is a movie called The Day of the Dolphin, and the tagline is, unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States. Uh, this game wow. is mostly here to bring to light some of these taglines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Movie number two is a little indie film that no one's ever heard of called Twilight. Oh, boy. All right. Was the tagline, when you live forever, what can you live for? Or was the tagline, love bites? God, there's no way it was love bite. Love bites you made up, and the other one's real. <laughs> you are correct. Yippee! You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the tagline for Twilight, when you can live forever... What can you live for? Which sounds grammatically awkward, but we'll give it to you there, Stephanie Myers. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's grammatically awkward and cheesy, which is <laughs> Twilight. All right, Ben. Number three. This movie is Yogi Bear starring Dan Aykroyd, Justin Timberlake, Tom Cavanaugh, and T.J. Miller. Is T.J. Miller the problematic guy? I think he, he was maybe problematic, but then it was never really confirmed. He's... I got side, I'm side-eyeing him. That's what I'm saying yeah. about him. Okay. All right. Was the tagline for Yogi Bear, great things come in bears, or was it smarter than the average summer blockbuster? Oh, this is, this is the toughest one, I think. Good things come in bears does sound like something a marketing Hollywood, mar like a, a not-so-talented marketing firm would come up with. And so, there's two of them. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. That the the Bears one is the is the real tagline. You are 
Correct. You got it right. Yippee! I made up smarter than the average summer blockbuster. I didn't get the great things come in bears until right now. <laughs> I didn't get that it was good things come in pairs. <laughs> yeah. So I I thought it was stupider than it actually was, <laughs> but even though it's still pretty stupid. Oh, it's still very stupid. I learned I just got the joke in real time, everybody. <laughs> All right, number 4. The movie is I was a teenage werewolf. All right, Ben. Was the tagline for I was a teenage werewolf? The most amazing motion picture of our time, or was the tagline, "Not your mummy's werewolf movie"? If this, even if this movie is self-aware, surely they would put that as the tagline. That first one, mightn't they? I mean, if this is like a parody or something, I guess you could, but it's still out there. Uh I will tell you. Have you seen this movie, Michael J. No. Fox? It's like a no. comedy, but it's also a remake of a movie with Michael Landon from Little House on the Prairie that was a black and white movie from the either late 50s or early 60s. Wait, what's, I thought Michael J. Fox was Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's Teen Wolf. So then I Was a Teenage Werewolf must be the Michael Landon one. So this is from like the 60s. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Uh, what? Read that second one again. The second one is Not Your Mummy's Werewolf Movie. That that that's gonna. I'm gonna go with that one. Was the the actual tagline? So you say that not your mummy's werewolf movie, is the real one, but I made that one up. Nope. You did. Yeah. There's no mummy in it, Ben. It's a werewolf movie. It just yeah, but in the '60s they were like, hey, you know about <laughs> monsters, right? Well, we're making a, an alliteration or whatever. No, they just they went all out and said that it was the most amazing motion picture of our time. All right, number five. There's ten of them, by the way. If I hadn't mentioned that. Number five is The Tooth Fairy, starring Dwayne Johnson as the Tooth Fairy. Oh, I remember this, yeah. I don't I didn't see it, but I remember it. Was the tagline, you can't handle the tooth, or tooth hurts? I think it was tooth hurts. Well, Ben, it's not time to go to the dentist being tooth hurty, uh, because you are wrong. Nope. <laughs> it's you can't handle the tooth is the tagline for the Tooth Fairy. Uh, uh. This is uh, this is turning into a dumb dude's game here. It's a, it's a dumb game because of it's so hard to tell which one's fake because they're so bad. <laughs> it, it really, it, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben. Movie number six is Silent Rage, starring Chuck Norris. Science created was the was the tagline. Science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. Or was it Chuck Norris is the storm. He is the hurricane. I think you made up the second one. <laughs> You are correct. Yippee! The yeah. actual real tagline for a movie that was made by humans that exists on the earth is science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. <laughs> what is that? Like <gasps> Frankenstein versus Chuck Norris? All right. Golly, these are so bad. Number seven, Secretariat. Secretariat. Horse racing movie. Yep. Not to be confused with Seabiscuit. Uh, was the tagline for Secretariat... The impossible true story, or was it he could run like the wind, but his tail couldn't put out that fire? I'm going to say you made up that second one, <laughs> but if that turns out to be real, I'm going to eat my hat. <laughs> the second one is fake. Yippee! But I did not make it up. It is from a Scrubs joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, there's an episode where I'll just put a clip in from it. He could run like the wind, but his tail couldn't put out that fire. Yeah. All right, movie number eight I've never heard of, but it has to be British. It's called The Lift. Was was the tagline for The Lift, 
take the stairs, take the stairs, for God's sake, take the stairs. Or was it the 13th floor awaits? If you made up the first one, you did a good job because it seems very British. But I'm going to say the second one's the real tagline. You're saying the 13th floor awaits is the real tagline for the lift. Yeah. You are incorrect. Nope. <laughs> the real ta- tagline, <laughs> the real one, is take the stairs, take the stairs. For God's sake, take the stairs. That's very British. Movie number nine is significantly less British, Ben. It's Halloween okay. H2O. Oh, boy. Was it A, this summer won't be taking a vacation? Or was it B, he doesn't care what you did last summer? Oh, man. Would they really riff on the, the know you did last summer? They're, unless they're the same studio, that would be some copyright infringement. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you made up the second one. I did. I did make up that one. I have no idea if they're... I think I think Wes Craven did... I know what you did last summer, but I, he might have just done Scream. I might be wrong. Uh, but I did, that was, a, was that Sarah Michelle Gellar in I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yeah, she's also in Scream 2, I think. So, much love to Buffy, but not any love to Rob Zombie's Halloween H2O. And the final movie I, I have here is From Paris With Love. Was the tagline for From Paris with Love, can two lifelong enemies fall in Louvre, spelled Louvre like the museum? <laughs> or is it two agents, one city, no merci, spelled... I'm going to say that second one is the real one. Two agents, one city, no merci? Yeah. You are correct. Yippee! I made up the dumb Louvre pun one. <laughs> Which you then had to explain. Yes. <laughs> even though I got it. Yep. <laughs> and uh those are that's the new game Draglines. Uh those are Welcome my 10 to drag lines. <laughs> my 10 bad taglines that I just wanted the world to know existed. Those are some really bad ones. Those real ones are bad, but uh big ups to you on the creativity on the fake ones. You did a good job even though most of the false ones were B. Only two of them I I had A be the wrong one, so. No. I was trying to discourage you from finding a pattern. You know how humans are finding those patterns. Yep. So that's our new game. Let us know if you like it or if it's too close to IMDBS. I'm not like a game maker, so you know my games are all very similar to one another. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I had a good time. Very good. And maybe the audience did too. All right, folks, it's time for the part of the show, which is what the show is sort of named after. It's time for the new new. No, no. New new. Uh, yeah, it is the no, no. Trailers, folks, we have an Adele an Adele Tain. An Adele Tain. And they are. They, there's some boogers in here. There's some decent stuff. But let's start off with something that is actually not booger. And that is the trailer to Formula One Drive to Survive Season 4. This is actually a teaser. Yeah. So this I pulled up. And I don't know anything about this. The only thing I know about, like, Formula One is from the movie Talladega Nights, where. Sasha Baron Cohen says he come from Formula Uno. <laughs> uh, so that's all I know. But I, what I can say is this is very 4K. This trailer. Oh yeah. Like I, I was, oh, yeah. I was, I was impressed by just how it looked on my on YouTube for the trailer on my TV. Yeah, most most of the time YouTube is like maxes out at 1080p, but occasionally you'll get something that's 4K, and and you could choose to play this in 4K, and it's like 60 frames a second and everything. Yeah, it was really cool looking. Yeah, if uh, if even if you're not into racing, you might like this show, as I've said previously, and it may actually get you into racing. 
Um, so it was part of my journey, not not completely, but part of my journey to get back into racing. And uh, and so I can't wait for this. I, I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, I actually wish they would do this for IndyCar. I think it'd be fun. Did you go to the, the Indianapolis 500? No, it's not until May. But have you ever gone? No, I, I, this is my first year I got tickets. I knew I had to wait like six months to get tickets. Mm. That's like uh, right over by where Jay lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta wait. On, you gotta get put on a waiting list, uh, and then if somebody doesn't renew their tickets, like their spots open up. Oh, that's so that's then, how Packer games work. Yeah, so I can go every year as long as I just keep keep getting the tickets. Right on. It'll be like Dragon Con for me, you know. Yeah. My legacy room. Legacy rooms rule. Yeah. So I'll definitely watch this. Um, we have a trailer here for Ghost in the Shell SAC underscore 2045 season two. Neither of us knew that a first season existed. Yeah, this is a. There's apparently a Netflix series of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, the IMDb description is hired as a mercenary unit. The former members of Japan's elite Section Nine are faced with the sudden appearance of post-human, a being with tremendous intelligence and physical capabilities. I don't know anything about Ghost in the Shell. I've only seen the the live-action movie and nothing else. I have seen both the anime and the live-action movie. Uh, I don't, I may watch some of season one to see if I like this. Um, I will say this trailer is very Japanese. It is very, very Japanese. Japanese. It's, it's like the style you guys have probably seen this before. It's like that style of Japanese video game trailers where it's like the music is playing really loud and then they will have these moments of dialogue, but the music never <laughs> lowers too much. And it's just very, it's a very weird vibe, a very weird feel and this absolutely has it. And I, why are they like this? Why do they do trailers like this? I would understand if it was in if it was like the dub trailer, but it wasn't. It was in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, if listen, if you're gonna do a Japanese style trailer, you need to have that guy screaming, uh, you know, "Maybe this is new player, maybe this Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of in- intrigued by this. Uh, but I don't know. I really want to watch that Blade Runner anime. It's going to be on HBO soon, if it isn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's something else coming out too, like May 11th, or not May 11th, March 11th. There's something else coming out that I wanted to watch. Oh, The Atom Project. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to watch that too. Yeah. So the, there's some, there is some stuff coming out, but yeah, this uh, may have to watch this Ghost in the Shell season one to see if I'm into this. Yeah. Intrigued. Yep. All right. Then we have a trailer for Black Crab. In a post-apocalyptic world, six soldiers on a covert mission must transport a mysterious package across a frozen archipelago. Uh, this is a Netflix movie coming out uh, March 18th, starring Nomi Rapace. And um, it's Swedish. Yeah, she's she's always in those Scandinavian movies, so it's some sort of Scandinavian. Um, Ice skating army man. Yeah, yeah. So. This is not the kind of thing that I like. Like this is like a Swedish version of a beige army man movie, which is my least favorite genre of all genres. If anyone wants to know what the most beige army man movie of all time is, it is the movie The Kingdom with Jason Bateman and Jamie Foxx. But uh Black Crab could be that. It could be one of those. A Swedish version. I this to me this looks ve- like overly dramatic like manufactured drama. I, I I may check it out, but it, this kind of movie really has to grab me in like the first 20 minutes. Otherwise, I'm out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm never going to watch this one. Never going to watch it. I wonder what the dubbed version's like. They'll have it, you know. I wonder if she'll do her own, because she's like an American movie star, too. Yeah. Who knows about Black Crib? Uh, All right, so moving on, we got a a trailer for Hustle. This is that uh, Adam Sandler movie, new Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, so this is a a washed-up basketball scout discovers a phenomenal street ball player while in Spain and sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA. So this is Adam Sandler. It's a serious movie. Oh, yeah. He's trying to win Oscars and stuff. It's got, like, Robert Duvall and Ben Foster, and Urkel is in it. So Jaleel White, he's in the list here. I, yeah, this is just makes me think of how seriously sports movies take themselves. Oh, yeah. Nothing, no kind of movie on the earth takes itself as seriously as sports movies. I don't I don't think you're wrong. This is there a is there a basketball movie called For Love of the Game? Probably. Because that is this this trailer is like if you don't love the game, then you should just quit and go kill yourself. Or so you yeah. know, it's, it's like that. It's so but I, I he kept asking this question like you gotta love this game. If you don't love the game and I was like I I I don't love the game. I don't I'm not big into basketball. So Maybe I shouldn't watch. Maybe I should take Adam Sandler's advice and like just quit and not while I'm ahead and not watch this movie. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. I don't care about basketball. I liked watching college basketball when I had money on it. <laughs> that made it more fun. <laughs> no, you but you got to say I don't want to in that in your voice. I don't wanna. <laughs> Nick didn't want to watch this movie. Not me neither. All right, so moving on, we have a trailer for Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, this stars uh, Spider-Man Three, uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh, a devout detective's faith is tested as he investigates a brutal murder seemingly connected to an esteemed Utah family's spiral into LDS fundamentalism and their distrust in the government. So that's Mormons. LDS is Mormons. That's right, Latter Day Saints. I didn't know this was about mormons or had a religious i mean i know it was like under the band of heaven but i was watching this trailer going why are they calling it that this is just like a murdery movie like a whodunit i thought it looked like it was about a cult mm. but it's mormons this has got uh some famous people in it andrew garfield's in it sam worthington his he looks like a pumpkin man i always thought he had a pumpkin head he looks like a jack-o'-lantern man he's the guy from avatar that's right uh, that's right wyatt russell uh, everybody's favorite uh u.s agent Wyatt Russell. Oh yeah, so it's got a couple of names in here. Uh, did this strike you as a, as a Debbie Downer? Because that's the way it came across to me. It, it did. I was mildly intrigued by the kind of creepy cult vibes, and uh, Andrew Garfield looks like he's doing some good acting. But like, for me to switch profiles over to Jess's to use Hulu, you you know that's a lot of work. And my Hulu has ads because I don't I get it for free with Spotify. And just for me to use Hulu in any capacity, you really have to have done a lot of work to get me there. And I'm not sure that this is what's going to do it. Sometimes that effort of switching over to the different account is just, it's too much. The barrier is too high. Yeah, I just I don't see myself doing it unless someone tells me it's good. Because like sometimes someone will tell me something's good and I'll watch it. Like when I watch Mayor of Easttown on HBO, the crime show that with a uh, okay uh, titanic yeah kate winslet uh i wasn't gonna watch that but then steph told me i would like it and i believe her and i watched it and it was one of the best hbo series so mm. if someone tells me to watch this i'll watch it but i'm not gonna seek it out i bet just because i'm too lazy to use hulu world's too sad as it is 
I don't want to see this. Bye. Bye. Next trailer we got here is for Barbarians. And no, this is not that show. On net, was it a Netflix show that was bar- called Barbarians? I think so. Yeah, that was like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. This is Romans versus. This has got uh, Ramsey Bolton in it. It's a dinner party in a country house that sees four friends come together for a birthday celebration. But as the night progresses, secrets emerge and unsettling events begin to unfold around them. As this trailer began, something in me, deep within me, knew that at some point, someone was going to attack these people wearing masks. I was like, this is just the strangers or like straw dogs or something like that's going to happen, you know? And lo and behold, the masked people showed up and I was not surprised. I'm going to call out the plot twist. Ramsey Bolton is the one who ordered the guys to come. But he, but when you watch the movie, it won't seem like he did, but he did. I agree that that will happen. I agree. Doesn't it? And the trailer tries to mislead you too because he's kind of like a... He's just kind of like a timid, bumbling guy. And, oh, he's he's not going to hit the guy in the face. and But really, he ordered the hit or whatever, the robbers. Yeah, I mean, his character on Game of Thrones has built a forever distrust into me. Like, this guy <laughs> just can't ever play a good character ever again after that. Remember when he was in Inhumans? <laughs> LOL. Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched that whole thing. I know you did. I'm not a casual, Ben. I watch it all. Oh wow, he's not a filthy casual, yeah. folks. This this trailer was sort of all over the place. Or this this movie looks like it's all over the place. It's a thriller, right? Yeah, it's a thriller. It's it's looks like the same as fifty other home invasion movies. Like they're all just straw dogs. Yeah, yeah, they they are a very very sort of cookie cutter esque. So uh, I'll probably miss that one. Uh, and you know what? I think I'm gonna miss this next one. Nick, I don't think I'm going to watch it. And it is the fi- we have a final trailer here for Morbius. You casual. I don't I don't want this. I don't like this. I don't like what's his face. Uh what is his face? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I I just don't like Jared Leto. I don't and 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 this is the this is the touche uh Nick because you always say, "Oh, you got all these you got this couple of these actresses that you don't like." Well, you know what? You can put all Jared Leto into that bag because I don't I don't think he's a great actor. I don't like him. I don't like his approach to anything. I don't think he should be in movies. I'm, I'm, I'm we're done. Jared Leto and me, we're done. I agree. I, I don't, don't like, like Jared him. Leto. I don't agree about not watching it because I'm, I'm a completist. I watch all of the Marvels. <laughs> a completionista. Yeah, and plus Michael Keaton is Adrian Toomes in this, so I have to see what Vulture's up to post Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, Jared Harris is in it. I gotta see what he's up to. Uh, Adria Arjona's in it. Love her. <sighs> Matt Smith is in it. Love him. That's five people that I love, or four people that I love, versus one person that I hate. This is uh, to me IMO. This is a waste of Jared Harris, and this is a waste of Adria Arjona. I agree. It's a waste. Yeah. Uh, Don't d- do something else. The as I've said many times, the best part of this is that Jared Leto won't play anyone else in Marvel. Yeah, that is the silver lining here. Uh, also, Piano Key is Law. Yeah, this movie starts with the Piano Key. So, Piano Key is Law. It has several Piano Keys, and it's like, I thought we were done with this. Uh, they're still trying to make Fetch happen. Stop. Stop it. Get some help. I have a feeling that a Spider-Man will show up in this movie. Oh, do you really? Yeah. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it in the theater. 
just because this happens to come out April 1st and Chile has to go to the vet to get fixed and stay overnight on April 4th. So I'll have a free night. I'll go see this. Um, if they, if they put a Spider-Man in this movie, that is the equivalent of putting the Halo 3 demo on the Crackdown <laughs> game. Yeah, you're right. Look, I'm not going to defend Morbius. I don't think this movie should exist. I think it's a waste of time and money. I yes. think it's a dumb character to make a solo movie about. Uh, but yep. I'll still watch it. I don't care. I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I own it. I'm a completist. If it t- if it touches the MCU, I have to have it. Is it completist or completionist? Autocorrect always changes it to completist from completionist to me. So I truly don't know. <laughs> you have been ill-trained or well-trained by the autocorrect. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm a completionista. Here, we live in bizarro world, Nick. Um, how does Sony Pictures make something like Enter the Spider-Verse and then make this? I mean, technically, we don't know that this is bad yet. We just have a pretty good idea. <laughs> you you watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and you go, wow, how good was that? Like, everything about that was good. These people know how to make good stuff. We recognize good when we see it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what else would be good? A Morbius solo movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, what? I, Sony's all over the place because, like, they made the Raimi Spider-Man movies and Spider-Man 2 is maybe the best superhero movie until into the spider verse which is probably the the real best superman or superhero movie <laughs> um i love the venom movies i like venom versus carnage even though no one else everyone's like oh it's dumb yeah of course it is they don't take it seriously at all like it's like a weird 1950s monster movie but uh yeah i don't know i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna see it in the theater i'll let you know how it is okay oh boy you're going full theater wow yep all right, let me know. All right, so then we have a trailer for uh, the set. Well, is this the second trailer? I feel like there's already yeah, been a hundred of these. But trailer. <laughs> okay, the second trailer to Fantastic Beasts and where are they, are they calling it Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, or is it just Fantastic? It's called Beasts? Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore. <laughs> it's the worst title ever. God, it, that is truly bad. Like cringeworthy. Why are they do? Why are we doing this? Do, do people watch these? Do people like these? I know we've asked this question before. I think we've had some responses, but I, I don't. I just I don't like them. So they're. I fell asleep in these. They're they're boring. Yeah. Like even like, okay, objectively, this trailer is definitely the best Fantastic Beast trailer that I've seen. I think, and I still don't want to see. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I haven't seen the second one ever. You said you saw that mangy thieving prairie dog. I didn't. Oh, see Oh, he's it. in there towards the end. That thieving, that stealing prairie dog. He's in there. I seen him. He was running when he was carrying a bunch of jewels and stuff. Oh, I, I missed him. I, that, that's how much attention I paid to this. By the end, I was like, guys, I'm I'm done. He done stole up right. some jewels, man. That mangy mutt. <laughs> <laughs> that mangy ground dog. <laughs> uh, you know, the, gosh, I don't. The, we live in bizarro world. Why is this? What we're doing i don't care about this well yeah i'm salty i don't care uh, tonight nick, nick i'm salty tonight you know i don't like this stuff. is made by warner brothers so they're usually wasting their time so yeah what was the last good thing warner brothers gave us mad max mm. 
I feel like they gave us something. There must have been something fun. good. Did they make the? Did they make Godzilla vs Kong? That was fun. I'm gonna pull up a dang. Oh, they gave us Dune. That's oh, it. That's what Dune? I was thinking of. Well, I I give more credit to Legendary Pictures than I do to Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, they're just distributing it. Yeah. Oh sh- shoot, they they gave us Tenet. No thanks. Yeah. Although they blew their deal with Nolan with the putting everything on HBO last year. He doesn't work with them anymore. Yeah. yeah. They they also gave us Matrix Resurrections. Uh, two thumbs down. No thanks. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Matrix? No. I didn't. Don't, I, don't yeah. waste your time. Kevin said it was good. He liked it. Kevin, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, that's, it wasn't good, Kevin. I'm sorry. He says it Sorry. is good, and he's gonna fight you. Uh, well, is grab your pool noodle, buddy, and let's go. Because <laughs> we're gonna just get to. I would like to get see to this smacking. Battle. You ever you ever hit the water really hard with a pool noodle? It makes an, a loud thwap. It sure does. Like and I said, and, they, and if you animated it in a comic book, it would say thwap. Absolutely, the words pop up when you hit the water. Yeah, I feel like that's something that um, Gwynpool would do yeah 100 percent. and then something would happen and she would know it agreed the next trailer we have here is bullet train five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common and this is a movie starring brad pitt aaron taylor johnson sandra bullock uh joey king zazie beats logan lerman brian tyree henry and a bunch of people. Masioka is in it. I haven't seen him since Heroes or Scrubs or something. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this. And also, it looks like it's really fun, too. It does look pretty fun. I will probably come for the Japanese stuff and the neon lights and the Zazzy Beats. Yeah, that's that's those are the three things that drew me in as well. It comes out on July 15th. This is one that this entirely depends on them hitting the right tone. Uh, it has to be exactly correct for this to be good. I think I agree with you. Like you, you got to have that nice balanced tone. It's got to be right, and it's got to be like a definitive tone. Yeah. Because if you if yeah, you veer, if you veer even a little, you end up in uh, like shoot 'em up territory. The worst movie ever, <laughs> tone wise, with uh, Clive Owen. Awful movie. No one looked that movie up. It's terrible. Yeah, I just I think you could like. I think you could get into the territory of like melodrama. Like it's just over like over the top, but not in a good way. It's not funny, or I don't know. Like, it, they gotta have good comedy in in there, maybe. Yeah, if the like, if it doesn't land well, it, it just will, it'll go off the tracks. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a train movie. Uh huh. I see what you do there. Uh-huh. The I think the moment where Brad Pitt's drinking the the water, he's like, "You want to talk this out?" And he's like, "No, not particularly." And I think I was like, "Okay, this this might be the tone might be right." That was gave him a yeah. I also laughed when he threw the water at him after that too. He did throw the water at him. It was like a, a Voss. Was that Voss water or something like that? The equivalent something of like Voss that, water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So then the Adele Teenth uh, trailer, the Adele 10th trailer is, oh boy, we saved the best for last. Yeah. Fortress, semicolon, Sniper's Eye. We all know that a semicolon is bad news to begin with, but this is a yep. sequel to Fortress, the fake Bruce Willis movie from last year, starring Bruce, sad Bruce Willis and Chad Michael Murray. I think this is a student film. That's my theory out here. It's a student film. Yes. It's about retired CIA agent Robert Michaels and his son Paul. That's all the plot synopsis is. Because it's not a real movie, it's only a trailer. 
I still believe that this is not re- I think that Bruce Willis is a deep fake in all these movies. That's my opinion. I believe that now. I, I think there's an equal chance of this being either a student film or Bruce Willis being a deep fake or maybe both, a combination of both. Uh, it's a tech demo. This is a tech demo. Yeah, it is a tech demo for deep fakes. For, for deep fakes, yeah. This is a tech Imagine demo. your favorite actor in 1994 is Bruce Willis and you get every Bruce Willis movie uh, like me with Ryan Gosling. And fast forward to now, 2021. Have you abandoned your pursuit, or do you do you just sadly buy all the sad Bruce Willis movies still? I personally, I would just rewatch Fifth Element over and over again. Yeah, that that's a way you could go. I'm just wondering if anyone if anyone's kept up with him, like he's their favorite. He's got his own award category, Raspberry <laughs> yeah, or Razzie Award. Razzie's got his own category. Yeah, this is. I can't believe this. When I see this, I'm like, I, I do live in the Twilight Zone. This is the Twilight Zone. Yeah, these are just fake movies. Fake movies, man. All right, well, that does it for all the new, new trailers, folks. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. If you recall, last week we said, if you could live anywhere in Middle Earth, where would it be? And uh, Kevin replied... Was it last week or was it two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago? We didn't do an episode. Last time, we asked. Yeah. <laughs> last, time, last time we asked if you could live anywhere in Middle Earth, where would it be? And Kevin said, If I'm able to actually be a hobbit, I've pulled a Gandalf and smacked my head on too many things as a tall person in real life. I'm absolutely copping Nick's answer and going with the Shire. Good food and chill times is my vibe. If not, Rivendell seems like a rad place to get some art done, and I'm here for that too, even if the food is probably less exciting. Yeah, I don't yeah. I wouldn't want to be around them stuffy elves too much. Eating their salads. Yeah, not, not me. I'm going to eat like a hobbit six to eight times a day. <laughs> Do nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robo agreed with you. He also said the Shire for sure. The food and fun is very desirable, but uh, I'm a lot like Bilbo, so I would need to mosey off to Rivendell to get some peace for a while. Crack the dishes, break the plates. That's what Robo Baggins hates. Um, Charlie said Rohan for the views plus the Viking style architecture speaks to my soul yeah Charlie would fit in very well in in Rohan I think he would I'd like to think he would Bridget said my first thought is the Shire because the Hobbit life is the best life but I think it'd also be neat to live in Lothlorien before the fellowship came to visit I could see the Malorn trees when their leaves were golden and eat the good elf food Debatable, debatable and wear the nice elf clothes no, that is true. This question was really too hard, LOL. <laughs> I don't think I could live under the, the, the eye of Galadriel. I would be like Boromir. I've heard her voice inside my head. Um, yeah, I don't want I don't want elves inside my no. head, for sure. No. I, Telepathic I, I elves. Wanna. I just want hobbits that don't care what I'm doing. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> um, Missy said, the Shire is where it's at. Endless garden parties. Uh, ponies, fresh produce, beer, and pretty or petty neighborhood feuds. Who even is their king? It doesn't matter because none of them are doing weird power cuss. Yep, that's uh, the Shire. Is is definitely? I mean, look, like, we we all want to live in the yeah. Shire. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have said, "Hey, where would you want to live in Miller besides the Shire?" Because we all want to live there. Yeah, that's what. It's, well, at least we all get to hang out then. That is true, and uh, and we get to garden together mm-hmm. and drink beer. And smoke pipe weed. Steph said, this was tougher than I thought, LOL. I'm, we're a bunch of uh, millennials here, so we, use, we still use LOL. Yeah, really. Lol. 
Uh, this was tougher than I thought, LOL. I'm going to have to go with, what is it? You guessed it, The Shire. Mordor. Cozy Cottages. <laughs> Why would you want to live there? Cozy Cottages, gardening, and lots of food and drinks. I mean, you really can't go wrong with that. Steph stuff. has to live in Shelob's cave. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. Sheila says, I am a fan of excessive eating and drinking and ridiculous gift-giving situations. I would probably fit in best in the Shire. That said, I think the descriptions of Rivendell speak to my heart. Yeah, Shire is the clear winner here. That's the best place to live in Middle-earth. Yeah, well, you need some kind of like Palantir device that can teleport us from the Shire to Rivendell, and we just go back and forth. A Palantir is a dangerous tool, Ben. We do not know who else may be watching. They're not all accounted for, the Lost Seeing Stones. I have seen it. Uh, we all know all the Lord of the Rings lines in our generation. <laughs> we do. It's very quotable. All right. Well, um, we don't have any questions this week. So there's, I guess they can write into us and let us know what they thought about drag Yeah, lines. you let me know if you like drag lines. And you can do so on Instagram at Trailerblazers Podcast. You can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. If you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, but don't try and contact us there because I don't and will never check the notifications. Uh, if you're feeling extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. If you're going to do that quick, Mickey's going to tell you what happens. Yeah, folks, I'll tell you what happens. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be real this time with you. I mean, quick Mickey's is pretty rare, but this time it's going to get extra rare. Like craft singles. So what we're doing is, you if you leave us a five star rating on there, if you take the time to do that, you can also take the time to write into us, and you can give us ten drag lines, and we might put it on the show because you might say, "Hey, look, I'm pretty dynamic. I'm skilled with." Very creative outputs, and I can come up with some drag lines. Maybe you think you can do a better job than Nick or me. Well, if you send that into us, you write into us like that, what well, that fella before me, Nick, had told you about. Well, then we're ready to mean what they had. That's pretty, that's pretty good, but this is on the show. And you could be featured on the show, the words that you've created with your own mind. And, some, and the mind's a terrible thing to waste. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent. As always, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I did not audition to replace Bender. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I don't wanna. <laughs> Happy Trailsers. <laughs>
yeah. it does have a it does look like it has a cord which i was hoping it would be cordless uh so that's a yeah. little disappointing but the controllers look good the the headset looks comfy looks good it kind to me it kind of looks like a, a a mix between the original psvr and the oculus quest yeah it does look like that um it's gonna be probably pretty expensive uh, at least 500 bucks i would bet I'm thinking 500 too. But I'm going to get one because I don't have any VR and I want some VR. And this seems like the most accessible VR for someone who would use it the amount of time that I would use it. Yeah. Yeah, the, my Oculus doesn't get a whole lot of use these days. I'm usually too tired to do it. So yeah, I haven't really played it that much. I might sell the Oculus and get the, the PSVR too. There you go. Problem solved. That's what I might do. There you go. Uh, also, we we got news that the Amazon Luna is not being uh, quietly uh, canceled or whatever or discontinued, but they are actually, it's going out of beta, going it for full release. Yeah, I, I read this article and I still don't entirely understand what I'm supposed to do with this information. Did I just play this on my computer? Is it streaming? It is a, it's a streaming service. Uh, you could play it on your computer. Um, like you can even play it on a Chromebook. Uh, it's a so I, I believe it's a browser, really kind of like Stadia. You play okay. in the browser, but you it has its own controller, and you pay a monthly fee. And they actually do this is sort of um, they do have an option that's like Xbox. What is it? What, is it, what do they call it? Uh, X. What do they call the Xbox service? Oh, Xbox Now? Yeah, no, yeah. it's PlayStation Now. Uh, whatever uh, Xbox's cloud gaming yeah. service. Whatever it is. It's like that. It's like so you pay like four ninety nine a month or whatever, and you can play a couple of different games. They have some retro games on there. They got some. I think they have some new stuff like Control or whatever. So you can. So it's like Stadia or, or X, but it's more. I, I think you can buy games on there too. The most appealing thing to I, me is that they have a Jackbox Games channel with all the Jackbox party packs on it. Yeah, that's that is cool. I do love those games. They're great for parties. one of those games is hosted by Adol Rafai, who is a future guest on this podcast. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. How about yeah, that? it's all them Chicago improv guys. Okay, yeah. So I don't know. I probably won't do this just because I have a PS5 now. You know. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't really play Stadia much these days. Yeah, I'm the PS5. I'm just not a very big gamer to begin with. You know, like I play like yeah. three titles a year that are AAA games most of the time. <laughs> I'm getting that way too, just because my time is so limited, and I have so many dumb hobbies. Uh-huh. I have so many interests. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's all the new news. Uh, but we do have a couple of new new trailers here. Uh, first new new trailer is uh, Aperture Desk Job, and yes, Aperture Science. But uh, this looks interesting. Yeah. So this is a portal uh, adjacent game where it's a VR game where it's basically just like a little interactive like movie storyline VR thing where you just do some Aperture stuff. So it's probably funny. Is it is it VR? I thought it was for the um the handheld that they is have. It? The Steam Yeah. Oh, I thought it was VR. I could have sworn it was for what are they were they called that the, what did they call uh, that Steam machine? Steam box? The, uh, they didn't it's not Steam Box, it's the Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. Yeah. I assumed you would hook VR up to it. A free playable short made for Valve's new Steam okay. Deck. Okay. I assumed it was VR because of the way that it's first person and the thing, but it must be just Steam Deck. Yeah, Valve doesn't really make games anymore. They, I guess they make this so they can sell the hardware. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, that's actually a piece of news. I believe they are making a, a Steam Deck Two. I think I saw that headline. The, this is the Dumb Dudes yeah, podcast. I don't, I don't know. Go look at it. Go look it up for yourself. I don't, I don't know. know. I barely even understood this one, and it's like the shortest trailer yeah. on here. 
And, uh, so there's a playthrough. IGN has a full playthrough of this game, and it's only 28 minutes long, so it is a very short game. I could game. just watch that. You probably could, honestly, if you want to just like hear the writing and the jokes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's probably all I need. <laughs> it's probably all a lot of people need. You don't want to have to buy the Steam Deck for like 800 bucks. Building an army of mantis men. Um, so the next trailer we have here is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. This is a, uh, it looks like an open world Kirby game, yeah, I believe. Yeah, this is Kirby in the Land of the Last of Us, where it's like a dystopian apocalypse world and Kirby turns into cars and stuff. Yeah, he, he definitely takes very different forms than you've seen him before. But it, it, it it's probably pretty, pretty fun, I think. I would like to hear from the main Nintendo playing guy that listens to us. And that would be Mike. And I want Mike to tell me if he's going to play Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Uh, the VO on this uh, trailer is not going to want to make him play this No, game. this was weird and awkward. Yeah, I did not like the the VO. That's a voiceover for you not in the industry, folks. Get, get in on the industry. Do it yeah. now. So the, uh, it looks fun. I, I probably, uh, here's, the, here's the problem, Nick. Uh, this game will always be $60 yeah, forever. Yeah, it will. 100% true. It'll never drop in price, and so I'll probably never play it because I don't want to play sixty bucks yep. for it. Uh, next trailer we have here is really a teaser, and it is for Street Fighter Six. Yeah, so I'm a Mortal Kombat guy. I don't know anything about Street Fighter, other than uh, I like the, how bad the movie is, and it's really cheesy, and I like it. I like it. I like bad stuff sometimes. I like bad stuff. Uh, I I used to be good at fighters, and I'm not anymore. The world has left me behind. Uh, I realized this when I bought Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I'm terrible. I, I can't hang. Yeah, I got Mortal Kombat 11, and I was really bad at it. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I'm not good at these. I just can't do any of the moves. I don't want to take time to learn them. I don't want I just to. like the designs of the characters. And I guess I'm a, a Mortal Kombat uh, third-party enjoyer. Yeah, I like the aesthetics of the, the fighters and the art yep. and stuff, but... I mean, I did enjoy playing Dragon Ball Fighters, but I'm not good My at it. My favorite was Dragon Ball uh, GT Final Bout on the PlayStation 1. I really liked uh, whatever the Dragon Ball Z game was on Sega Saturn. Uh, that was a fun yeah, one. There's a lot of good Dragon Ball games. Had a ton of fighters anyway. back in the day. It was a Japanese game. You had to, like, we had to figure it out because it was all in Japanese. Yep, I had that on oh, an oh, emulator. We, oh, did you? We figured it out. We, a couple of Americans. We got it. Figured we got it, out. it working. We got. We did, uh, and then the last trailer here is for Gundam SD Gundam Battle Alliance, and it is a chibi Gundam battle. Chibi game. Gundams, chibi Gundams, very cute little squashy chibi Gundams. Um, this I want to play a demo of this. I would never buy this game without playing a demo at first. Yeah, I. This looked kind of fun, but it's probably something that will never be in my life. Yeah. I still want to get uh, Gundam Maxi Boost on, <laughs> like because that that guy made me want to play it. But I don't know this. I'll, this I'll have this on my radar, and if a demo comes out or some way to, for me to try it out, I'll I'll try it. All right, and that's it. I mean, I got, I got nothing, nothing else. Well, shoot. Well, for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and actually, I'm a chibi Ben Moon right now. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I was consumed by Kirby in the Forgotten Land long, long ago. Happy Trailsers. I'm salty uh, tonight. Nick, Nick, I'm salty tonight, you know? I don't like... Our Megadon.